lateral meniscus, two words that have ruined my career, unfortunately. So like, what next? And then he went, so I, I owe it to you to tell you, not that I think you should, but you have to retire. Wow. When you leave the room, don't ever run again. Simple as that. And then it's just like the room went black. I've gone downstairs to the bar and that's it, mate. I got tanked up. I just literally Peronis. I was they picked me up. I'm telling them to pull over on the on the side of the road because I need a wee like left, right and centre. And you're getting into the England squad. Mate, I was finished. Really? My legs were gone. Were you insured at the time of retirement or anything so, like that? Every part of me was insured apart from my knee. I was paying like just under five grand a month. A month? A month wow. Yeah. When the deal's been agreed and then you've got to go and do your medical, all that kind of stuff. In the back of your head are you thinking, I'm gonna fail this medical? Before I'd signed for Wickham, I'd, I'd failed a medical. I hope this hits home with like young pros, especially. Welcome back to the Fozcast. Everybody, we've got a banging episode for you today because sat next to me is a guy who, a little over four years ago, was bought for £20 million in the Premier League. He had just played consecutively 38 games back-to-back for Swansea. Unfortunately, though, at the tender age of 29 years old, he's just had to retire through a persistent knee injury. It's Alfie Mawson, everybody. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hey, well Welcome. Hey. Yeah, it's a little ripple for you, mate. Um... Before we get started, right, I just want to say that I've just been down to the coffee shop to get you, right, to, like, show you the way up to here. And we were probably talking for about 15 or 20 minutes with you and, and the wife. And what a lad you are, by the way. I think we're going to be best mates. I do. <laughs> I, I honestly think we're going to be best mates. Am I sacked? I swear, I swear down, like, we just hit it off like a house jobs. on fire. Like, yeah. I, I honestly, I think I've gauged your character. I know what you're about. I know absolutely everything already. Oh, mate, I'm not being funny, but... Alfie's come up and said he likes darts, likes playing golf. golf. Yeah. Do you he, like drinking? I love Oh, that. he loves drinking. I'm really good at that, yeah. I'm really good at that. Really good really cycling. Good at that. Yeah. He says he even likes cycling. Yeah, I'm a psycho. For Mate, so like. I think, yeah, I think we're going to be busy mates from now on. Um, by the way, everybody listening at home, watching at home, um, on Spotify, you can watch us. You know that. It's as simple as that. We are now not only just an audible podcast, we are a visual podcast a as vodcast, well. Ben. A vodcast, that's what they call it, apparently. Anyway, so anyway, stop messing about, stop talking. Let's get into it, okay? Right. Um, I want to start with why? Like 29 years old, Alfie. What's happened then? Why, why, why have you retired and called time in your career? All right, before we start, can I just quickly shout out um, Beth's dad? Yes. Um, Pete, he absolutely loves you. Um, so... He was buzzing when I said I got this opportunity, as I was. Um, but yeah, honestly, like, he, he lives and breathes this. He program. listens yeah, to the podcast, obviously. It, absolutely loves it. Big Pete, it. Super Pete, what's his surname? Pete O'Driscoll, yeah. Uh, Pete O'Driscoll, you're the man, right? Yeah, yeah, in, in pod yeah. we trust. Yeah. yeah, you've got some sort of, a, what's yeah. it called? Son-in-law. Son-in-law, son-in-law. Son-in-law. Yeah. yeah. We love him already. So Pete, 
Big up, mate. Thank you. Thank and you I ain't for even paid him for that, Pete. So, I know, uh, yeah, amazing, I know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's just get dive straight into it. Um, lateral meniscus, two words that have ruined my career, unfortunately. Um, tore my meniscus, the lateral side, when I was 18, the very first time, so a long time ago. Um, rehabbed it absolutely fine, coming yeah. through Brentford, uh, played however many games, and then I got to got to Swansea, and it was an FA Cup tie, Um we were playing Chef Wed away and I was getting touted for England at the time. Uh, so how old are you? About 24, 25 at this time? No, I was 20... Was it? Yeah, 24, yeah. Just turned 24 this year. Yeah. About that, yeah. And then, um, yeah, I was in a warm-up against Chef Wed and uh, messing about, just like doing little flicks before you start, you know, just kicking the ball about and then like my knee got caught and I was like, what's going on there? And then um, gone down and then I thought, thought, this is weird. Like I've had this before like in yoga where like you're doing like a, a pigeon pose um, like where, where you cross your leg over and, and it's, it's locked. Oh, that, that locked yeah. feeling, by the way. Ugh. And then I didn't realise the severity of it because I thought I normally just flicks out and it didn't. And then um, I couldn't play the game. And then I went and got a scan and I torn it again. And I thought nothing of it because they were like, oh, you can play on with it. So I played on for the end of the season. Um, and then I had an operation towards the end of the season. And then since then, uh, that was, yeah, so 24. Since then, I've had, I had four more ops to repair it. Um, and then I uh, got to the stage where it was irreparable. You know, there was no blood flow going to yeah, it. So okay. we, we opted to, to cut it out, um, get rid of it, and just to manage my knee for the, for the remainder of my career, which I was fine with. I, yeah. knew, I knew it was going to probably jeopardise the length of my career, but not to the severity it did. Um, and then I got to Christmas just gone. So I went back to Wickham where it all started and... Um, yeah, just was doing fine. Played, I think, played twenty two games on the bounce. Absolutely fine. Felt really good. Was training literally once a week. Mm. Um, I kept just getting, managing. Yeah, managing, getting called Ledley King and that in training. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I was like, I wish I was some player like Rolls Royce on yeah. a Saturday as well. Though I love just, it. Yeah, get rolled out and then yeah, go and go and do what you can. And um, I loved it. Um, yeah. Like looking brilliant for looking after players and, and the way they get like games out of some players. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. Trust me. And. Um, Something weren't right. We're coming to a Christmas period where it was getting heavier games and uh, the gaffer said uh, that we're going to pl only play two out of the three. E each player is going to play a maximum of two games out of a Just rotate, game. basically, yeah. And this good. was Gareth Ainsworth, yeah. right? So um, we were all buzzing because we were like, oh, it's good. Like everyone, all, the, all the lads that haven't been playing, the fringe players, the injured players are going to get their role, mm. which he did. He stuck to his word. Uh, but I, I was like, well, I, I want to play all three. But I think that would mean I couldn't train. Yeah. Which they wouldn't, like, Gaz wouldn't have really cared. But um, something went right on my knee. So I took myself off from training. And um, we thought we'd diagnosed it to like a hamstring sort of issue behind the knee, which I was quite positive with. But in the back of my mind, I had a bit of doubt. I knew something went right. And then a um, little bit later on, like two weeks later, nothing had really changed. So um, my physio was like, oh, let's go get a scan just to rule anything out. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sort of like, oh, God, something's... Did you know? Yeah, you just know, didn't you? Yeah. you get a feeling that something's not right. Um, got the scan, um, and then I got a call from him, um, and he said, "I got the, I got two grade." As soon as you hear grade four or anything, oh, I was geez. like, "Oh, it's not what you need." So I was like, oh, "It doesn't sound great, does it?" Uh, grade two, grade four, chondral defects in, in my in my knee. So the, essentially, the top of my outer like shin bone and the bottom of my outer quad bone. Yeah. Are just meeting and there's no cartilage left. So Bang just, bone on bone. Yeah, they've just like fully cracked and there's like, a lot of this like thing called like bone edema, so like really bad bone bruises. Yeah. Um, went and saw a specialist like two weeks later, thinking oh, I settled down a lot, and he looked at my knee and he was like, oh, yeah, it, 
looks really good because I, I was worried that I was losing my quad. And you, and you know, like knee yeah. surgeries, you need as much quad as you can possibly get. So I was like, I'll oh, get my strength back, doing a lot of ISOs um, with, the, uh, with a guy called Tom at, at Wickham. And um, we were doing it repetitively. My quad was getting back. My knee felt better just from rest. And then uh, he was adamant that he wanted me to go and see him, the surgeon. So I was sort of like, oh, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't bode well with me in terms of like, why can't we just do it on a Zoom call? Mm. Like, give me a call and, and then tell me what you want to do. Unless I'm going to go in and you're going to inject me or whatever. Because at this point, I just wanted to get through to the end of the season. And then reevaluate because that was the plan from the summer I yeah. went and saw him in the summer um, but we'll, we'll get onto that and uh, I was I just remember just uh, just sitting there after he'd examined my knee so you know trousers off and just sitting there in my pants he's looking at my quads and that and he's, he's like, got yeah. all the scan results at this point yeah, yeah, as well yeah. so he can he see everything all, yeah, and he's showing me all and so then he sat me down he's like oh, you can get back dressed so I'm sat there with my agent just behind me and then it's just like the room went black and I was just sat there and I was like oh, okay um, so like can we do anything? And then he went, um, we had a plan in the summer to see where, how many games I could play this year to try and rebuild my, you know, my, my playing time, my, my, my feel for my, yeah, my yeah. body, et cetera. Um, and that, that plan has failed. So then I was like, okay, so like, what next? And then he went, so I, I owe it to you to tell you not that I think you should, but you have to retire. Wow. Um, and I was like, oh God. I was like, and I just looked at my agent and I just, his head just sank, bless him. And I was just like, okay, like, what? I sort of had a feeling it was coming, but to hear it was still strange. And um, I was just like, okay, uh, what can I do from there on? And then uh, like going forward, and he said, well, you could maybe fight on and play like three or four games before uh, towards the end of the season if you absolutely had to, but you wouldn't walk properly after. Oh. And you, you struggle with like, you know, little things like I, I haven't got kids at the moment, but one of the main reasons to making this decision was I want to be able to play with him in the garden. Yeah, you know, damn right, yeah. And, um, and then he hit me with the worst thing I heard was that I was like, oh, so what do I do now? Can I just keep fit? This, that, and the other. I said, I cycle a lot. And um, he said, yeah, cycle all you want. Just never run again. I was like, what do you mean? And he was just like, just when you leave the room, don't ever run again. Simple as that. Ever run again. And I was like, what, like change in direction? I'm thinking, oh, that, that's where I feel my knee sometimes, like when I step off it. So if I just do straight line plodding, you know, just... Just to tick over. Jogging like? Nothing. He was like, no, it's just the, the repetitive will just end up ruining your knee even worse. So I was like, okay. And then went outside my agent and he was like, ah. Oh. Like, like, obviously we were gutted and I was just like, I knew it was coming, but to hear you don't run when you leave this room, I was yeah. just like, what? I was like, you're having me on it, yeah? And then, um, yeah, that was, I think that was like a month ago. And uh, so, yeah, we made that decision. And um yeah, free time ever since. How do you how do you break that news to the family and you know what I mean? Let them all know that how it's going. Did they have kind of a feeling that that might be coming or what? Yeah, in terms of it wasn't a shock that it, it was always going to be this that finished my career. I knew that. Um, I knew that the the pain was was getting to like a stage where I can deal with a lot of pain. I've I've played with like loads and loads where I've come back too early from injuries, etc. But they knew that when I felt I had a proper problem, I weren't just making it up. And this sounds like, this sounds ridiculous, but when I was speaking to the surgeon, I was, I was like, I'm sort of glad something's shown up because I've been wrecking my mind thinking, is is this all in my head? Yeah, you know? I'm not imagining it, am and I? And then he showed me it and he's like, listen, you're doing, you've done very well to even play this yeah. year. And I was like, okay, because in the summer when I met him, um, before uh, before I'd signed for Wickham, I'd, I'd failed a medical. So 
um, if it's not out there, but you know, I'm finished now, so yeah. why not? Uh, I failed a medical, and um, on this basis, that my knee was going to deteriorate. Um, and at the time when I saw Sam Church, um, he said the view that they've given is a very, what's the word? Um, very precautious. Yeah, you know, they're being, they're being, you know, the clubs are very defending them, like very defensive and. and and protecting themselves, and I was like, "That's absolutely fine." There was no bad blood. I was that, like, yeah. "Yeah, it's a financial decision, no problem." So then I went and saw him, and he was like, "I think your knees, if you manage it well," he said, "But only time will tell." Yeah. And um, I managed it well enough, but you know, some things you can't help, and and uh, it just it just got to the stage where yeah, it was it was unbearable. Two and two added together, and and it was just uh, it was yeah, just couldn't carry on. What was it like when the, uh, the you saw the lads again and you have to tell them or did they already know? Did somebody sort of let everybody know that kind of thing? I think, um, so I said, so it was on the Wednesday I went on, which is the day off at Wickham, uh, Thursday, Friday. I spoke to my um, physio after the Wednesday and said, listen, if it's all right with you, I'm going to take the next four days off. Yeah. So come back in Monday with a fresh mind and then we'll have a chat knowing full well what, what the severity was. Um, so I went back in on Monday and the boys knew. That, you they, know, they yeah. just felt it, and I was speaking to them and that, and then um, I was like, like I said to you earlier, I didn't want to make a sudden exit from there. So we we spoke about certain things going forward, and then I was very much like, well, I want to like peter away. I don't just want to be like solid because I love the boys there and some top top people there, and I'm just happy that it was there that I've been able to have my last game time. Yeah, where I'd started professionally, and then and then walked away from the game there. Knowing the fond memories I had, um, the philosophy that they built there is unbelievable. Honestly, it's, it's something that I've n I've never seen since in football. Um, and the boys were so supportive. I get messages. I got another message this morning from from a young lad there, just saying, "Oh, we miss you every day." And, and it was very kind. And I just I just liked the like the little imprint I had when I came back that I've that I've had the experience that I didn't have when I was first there. Yeah. So I was leaning on older pros when I was first there. Now I was being lent on. You're that guy now. So it yeah. was cool. It was it was it was nice. It, like a few of the lads like would come to me and speak to me and ask for advice, and I'm just like I'm just I'm just out. Like, yeah. but I understand because I was in your position, whether you're playing, whether you're not, whether you're injured, etc. I'm like a good person to to speak about, especially about injuries and that. Like, and coming back from it, I'm I'm probably one of the best people <laughs> because I've had so yeah. many operations. But um, yeah, it's 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 a it's a great group of lads to. I think um, when I broke the news to them and, and we had chats, they were obviously gutted. But for me, that was that was heartwarming because I'm like, well, you genuinely care. You're not just saying, you know, you're not just saying, oh, I was gutted, this, that, and the other. Like, oh, like never mind. This, it hit them as well. So it was nice. And um, yeah, and no, I had a great group around me. Oh, mate, the way he talks about it is proper. Yeah, yeah. Like, Honestly, you, you you seem I know like twenty nine, you're a fully grown man. I'm not, I'm not but you do, you deal with it, mate. It sounds like you you kinda of, like I said, we were talking in the coffee shop earlier and you said, I don't know, because it's only been a month, I don't know if I've fully probably come to terms with it yeah. yet, but I am at ease with it at least. Mm. You know what I mean? You're at peace with the decision you made. It's a tough one to make though, because when you like I say, but well, you've been in football for what, even at twenty nine, best part of fifteen years, yeah. and then all of a sudden it's like, Well, what am I gonna do then? What am I going to say? What, what is the next step for, for Alfie Morrison then, do you think? No matter what you're looking for in a non-alcoholic beer, there's only one name that has it all. Athletic Brewing Co. Full flavor? It's athletic. Huge variety? It's athletic. Award-winning styles you can get online, at the bar, or the grocery store? 
It's athletic. In fact, when it comes to amazing non-alcoholic beer, there's no question. It's athletic. Ask for it and find out. Go to askforathletic.com to find your closest retailer today. Near beer. Welcome back to Collector's Closet, presented by the Ohio Lottery. Let's discuss my newest prize possession, this new $10 scratch-off, the $500,000 Platinum Jackpot. The best method I've found so far to help it hold its value is to vacuum seal it. This thing cannot get scratched. What's that? Sorry, my producer's telling me the only way it could be worth up to 500 grand is if I do scratch it? Okay, well, in that case, definitely don't overprotect your $500,000 Platinum Jackpot scratch-offs. Play them. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. Well, unfortunately, um, I'll be the first to admit it, that in the last, like, well, however my professional career has been, I've just wasted such valuable time. Yeah. So, like, you know, like, this is, this. I hope this hits home with, like, young pros especially. The amount of time you get away from the training ground yeah. when you've yeah you've done your work in the morning or you've done your gym or whatever whatever time you're getting home them hours obviously if you've got family brilliant like I haven't so it's me and Beth when I get home uh, God knows how she puts up with me but um I just I just I kill time but not doing anything productive, productive yeah and yeah. I think I've wasted so much time on on learning new things that I wish I would have like you know like the opportunities that. The PFA offer, you know, courses, um, going to seminars, things like this, I wish I'd have done. And now I've taken more notice in the last like six months of, of these opportunities and just going to things. I live in I live in Fulham, like I can get to anywhere in yeah. London, especially around London. It's so easy. You can get anywhere around the country, but I just get home and I'm very much like a recluse. I just get in. Whereas Beth is the complete opposite of me. She she loves people, she gets out, she goes and does things to fill our days. Me, I'm, I, just, I just get home and I'm, that's it. Comfy, right. you're happy yeah, there. And I love it. I, yeah. I, and I love that. But I wish I would have used it in a in a in a more productive way. So, like I said, yeah, like you touched on, the moment of realization hasn't really hit yet. Yeah. I'm sure it will, and I'm sure it will be hard. You know, I'm not really an emotional fella, um, but I'm sure I'm sure I'm gonna have a little, you know, a little like not a breakdown, hopefully, but like a little. I'm gonna have a little period of time where I'm in this. It's like a grieving period. Yeah, yeah. sort of, yeah. It is. Um, and I'm, I'm reading a book at the moment called um, Dealing with the Discomfort Zone. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sort of reading that because I feel like that's going to help in terms of I'm going to be in that discomfort zone. I'm going to be in an area like football is my comfort zone. It yeah. has been for yeah. the last however many years. It's all I know. Um, and, I, and, I, and I've loved it. It's been fantastic. It's been, there's so many highs, there's so many lows. And there's, you know, there's just people that I, I'm so grateful to have met. But now I'm stepping away from that probably my only fear is that you can't recreate that changing room spirit, yeah. everything, Max feeling. Day adrenaline. You just can't. Yeah. Well, I don't think I'll be able to. And that's probably my only worry is that, you know, that, that, that FOMO, that fear of missing out. Mm. Like I know what, what's going on today in a changing room. Like just a normal day, just great banter. Just lads, you know, having, having, having each other off. And I think you're going to another, you're going to another like, um, Workplace and, and you're having each other off, mate. You, you're getting HR all over you. Do you know what I mean? Oh, Come like, work at like, yeah. UK, mate. No, honestly, we have each other off all the time. I had to speak to him once and go, mate. This is like a. It's not the changing room. Right? Yeah, you can't you can't speak it's to people like that. And he's joking. It's all you know, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's all you know. So, mate, I walk in there and I'll fart right. I real loud and I just fart. Horrible. Right? And ev- literally everybody will look at me and go. What, what are you doing? doing? You can't you just doing? fart. And I'm like, what do you mean you can't? You can just yeah. fart. Anybody can just yeah. fart. Yeah, but we can't. We've got, got the no smell rule, haven't we? If it smells, you can't do it again. 
So <laughs> you, get you can chance, do one. Yeah. If it smells, <laughs> you have to stop. If it doesn't, oh, you've got free God. free reign to do what you want. <laughs> I've, I've got a question for you. So um, just just going back to the injury, did it did it make it any easier at all? The fact that that surgeon or consultants didn't give you a choice. He said you you have to retire because if it was. You hear players, uh, uh, you know, of a certain age saying, I was told I was finished at 29 and they played till they were 36. Yeah. But the fact that you were told you, you have to retire, did that take any grey area away from you and uh, give you clarity at all? No, um, purely because I am, listen, I, I am no, under no illusion. I am so fortunate to be in the position that I am. And I have done things I never thought I'd be able to do. So being a professional footballer, I never thought would, would happen in general let alone getting to the Premier League and, and playing however many games I've played. I've loved every moment of it, but I understand that financially it's a massive thing as well. So we go to work. Everyone, what, what do people work for? And I touched on this with, with you earlier. People go to work to earn, to, to provide for whatever reason, um, you know, buy themselves stuff, families, etc. Um, but to do something that you, you've loved and get paid for it. And I'm under no illusion that football footballers... Yeah, overpaid, whatever, and you know you can say what you want. It's, it's yeah, you know, it's an entertainment industry, etc. But I've been very fortunate to have been in a situation where this decision isn't down to certain things like financial or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. up and moving. You know, I, I've been very grateful to have had that stress away from me, which probably has made the situation a lot easier and and the, and my and my decision to step away from the game a lot simpler. Um, looking back on it, but um. When when yeah when he said to me, you know like ah oh, you you won't be able to move properly or you won't be able to have them times with your kids I won't get them back and I've not even got kids yet. It's a so. life choice then rather yeah. than a yeah purely a There's professional way, one. Listen, football's fantastic and I've loved it, but there is way worse going on in my life and all around the world than a bad knee. And yeah, I say it yeah. to everyone, and they're just like, yeah, but it's easy for you to say that, and you know it's such a good mindset. I'm just like, no, I'm telling the God's honest truth. I'm not. I'm not trying to be like, oh yeah, I'm a glass half full guy. I'm just being honest. Like yeah. my family have been through all sorts. Beth's, like I've, I've touched on before the podcast, Beth's dad's just finished radiotherapy. My sister is going through um, her own cancer journey at the moment, and I know she's going to fight through that because she's she's a strong woman. But I see these things in my life, not just my life. Like you look at like the earthquake, like a couple yeah, of weeks yeah. ago, people's lives have been ruined. I've just stepped away from the sport. And don't get me wrong, it's been fantastic to me and I've, and I've loved every minute of it. The, the, probably the lows more than the highs because they've made me a better person. But it's a job. And yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do next yet. I haven't made that decision. I'm fortunate to be in a, in, a, in a position where I can take my time on that. And just as long as I go and enjoy something, then then I'll be happy. Like I said, I'm going to get in that discomfort zone and I'm going to be I'm gonna be like, this is all foreign to me. Like, what What, what do I do going forward? Like a like a schedule like I, I, I don't know because football is so chop and change you can be playing on a Tuesday night and then for the next Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday for the next two months you're playing Saturday, Saturday so you've got your evenings back you've got your days off back you've got international breaks dotted in so you've got holidays where people are a lot of people are, are in a different world where they're just like that's like regimented schedule so mm. maybe I'll have to adapt to that but for the time being I'm just gonna you know take some time with, with Beth and that and um and just go and see some places in the world that we haven't been, um, because as great as football is, it can it also be a bit, 
you know, you've got that time in the summer to cram in as much as you can yeah, do. You do. See Six weeks family. of boom. Yeah. Of, you know, footballers' weddings, they yeah. take up your whole calendar. <laughs> um, so now, like Beth said to you in the coffee shop earlier, she's like, well, we've got four weddings this year and like two of them are in the summer and two of them are in the winter, but you can come. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. Got no excuses now, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I've had my weekends back for the last like six weeks and I've had the best time just I'm going to the pub with my mates. On a Saturday afternoon, how so good is that on a Saturday afternoon? Like, afternoon it's like a Saturday on. and I'm just like, <laughs> I can watch it. It's I'm immense. like, I just oh, want to do it for 25 years. <laughs> I, don't know, worry about yeah. that. I just want to go and get like a little, both teams to score Acker on like two pound <laughs> on, try and win like three million quid in that, like list about that long. And, and, <laughs> so you know that's what, I mean? what the retirement plan mm. is. <laughs> so I can gamble, yeah. yeah. Is, there, is, there, is there anything that you, that like that day where you finally retired, called it quits, whatever, is there anything that you said to yourself, right, I can do this and I'm going to go and do this next week or the week after or whatever is there anything yet that you've actually gone yeah i can do that now and i'm gonna go and do it or was it literally just going to the pub on a saturday afternoon and watching soccer saturday i think yeah i think just yeah that, that freedom of um just mainly the weekends because yeah. like i said we got a lot of time in, in the afternoons but i feel like with with my family as close as so i'm i'm full and based yeah. best family are um they're woken them and my mum and dad are winner so they're quite close together literally like 10 minutes um, so from there to us, it's an hour. Mm. I've seen my mum in the mum and dad in the last six weeks more than I'd seen them in the last probably two years. Wow! I've just been going home and not even doing anything, yeah. just eating Chilling. them out of house and yeah. home. Cup Sunday rose, just Boom. honestly, just getting simple pleasures. Isn't weighted it? on hand and foot, yeah, proper yeah. prima donna. Um, mum can't do enough for me. I'm just like mum, just like I'll, I'll help. Oh, little whatever. Alfie's here. Come it, yeah. on, Alfie. She's <laughs> like, oh no, like oh, I don't know what I'm yeah, Mum's like, oh but we still want to go to Wickham games. Like, that'd be all right. I'm just like, you can do whatever you want. I'll just <laughs> chill around here, no problem. Yeah, I don't want to go. I don't want to. Like, <laughs> I do. I love it. Like, but I'll be going as a fan now, yeah, as yeah, opposed yeah. to going and dissecting him. Like, oh, like, you know, uh, I don't know, like, when was the last game you've gone to? But like, going back to when you've been injured and watching a game, you know, like, you're sitting near fans and, and you, you see what they're like. And yeah, you hear them, hear the things they oh, say, yeah. God, I'm just like get my back up a little bit. I'm just like, you can't say that. Like, you don't know him. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I, I, I just feel like I want to go and just, and just like, you know, just sit back and, and just take everything in. Yeah. As a fan, I went to a Wiccan game last season against MK Dons in the, in the League One semis, playoff semis. And I was there as a fan because I was still signed at Fulham, but I was going to watch uh, my mate Scowie. He's, he's been playing and, um, my uh, Beth's godmother to his daughters, so we were close with them, and I was just like, they were screaming, "Go, Dad!" And I was buzzing off him, and I was like, "This <laughs> feeling's unreal!" Like, and then I was like, "I'm a proper fan here." Eh? Yeah, I was like, "Wickham's gone. I'm, I'm going man." <laughs> and I'm just, like, I'm, just like, I'm, I'm like, "Can I do this or what?" I said, yeah. "I'm still trying to Fulham, but I'm like, this is my club. This yeah. is this is Wickham," and um, I think uh, the the freedom, yeah. Without going away, because I can talk like as you can imagine. You're the, so good the at freedom, it, isn't he? He talks so like. Like not, it's just proper. You're proper. Yeah, I told you, I, we're busy yeah. now, mate. We are. We're done. Yeah, I think just like you said, like the freedom of of just going and and being able to do anything yeah. and and go and have lunch with. I'm having lunch with my sister on Friday. I haven't had lunch with her for years. Do you know what I mean? And I think the main thing I wanna wanna do now isn't to do with working or finding a new hobby or whatnot. I wanna be a better family man yeah. and I'm not saying like you know like uh, like gonna go and have kids like, straight away whatever because 
I've always said to Beth, it's your body. Whenever you're ready, yeah. you let me know. Well, she said in the coffee shop earlier, she wants to go traveling for yeah, a exactly. few years now. Anyway, and so, so you've got no so chance. I'm, like, so that, I'm, I'm <laughs> on board with that now. And whereas like early on in my career, I thought kids, bang, this, that, that. And, and you know, things change. But I want to be more present in, in, my, in my family's life. I've... I've not been, a, I'll say, it, I've not been a good enough nephew, not nephew, uncle to my nephews. Yeah. I need to be, I need to be way more involved with them, which I'm going to be. Um, I need to be closer to my sister because, you know, as, as bad as it sounds, but when something like, like I said, cancer happens, you know, you, you, you take so many things for granted. And then when it, it might take something bad for you to be like, hold on a minute, like, you're not invincible. Like, yeah, no yeah, one's sure, invincible. Yeah. And it can flip your world upside down. So I need to be more. I said, yeah, more of a family man with with what I've got because I, I am now, I've stepped away. I've realised more than ever how important they are to me yeah. and it, it's great. And now I understand why and how Beth is so family orientated. I used to be like, do you not get like, you go and see them like three times a week. Do you not get like sick of them or whatever? But, yeah. na- but now I know why not because they're your comfort blanket yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're like people that are always going to be there. And like I said, it might take something bad for you to, to realise that realize and, it, yeah. and I just wish I'd realised that earlier but I think that's going to be my main my main um, probably aim like obligation to myself is to be the best uncle brother-in-law son dad when I am to to my family because yeah. they're they're a constant you know work comes and goes football, come, football has come and gone and it's still there but I can't rely on that anymore yeah. so like I said, I think away from from that mindset is just I want to be the best person I want I can be, which has been my aim in the last like four or five years anyway. I th- do you know? I think when you're in elite sport, I think it could be any sport, football, whatever. I think you do. You get in this mode of thinking you are invincible, and you're thinking like this is just going to last forever. Mm-hmm. I can just I don't I ain't got a plan for now. Do you know what I mean? I'm getting paid. It's fine. I ain't got. I'll never get ill because I've got all this health care, but all that kind of stuff. Um, but it does, it'll come. Mm-hmm. It will eventually, hopefully as late as possible, but it will come to mm-hmm. everybody. Um, one thing you said earlier as well was about um, like you just liking to get home and be a recluse almost. Yeah. I, 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 I think people, the, the wider world, probably won't understand that that's not unnormal in football. Genuinely, that's not a normal, is it? There's how many lads do you know? I know mm-hmm. loads, absolutely loads. And I'm a little bit like that myself, to be fair, where... Once I finish football, I just want to get home. I'm happy at home. Mm-hmm. I'm comfy at home. I don't need to be going out all over the town or anything like that. I don't want to go, definitely don't want to go shopping on a Saturday afternoon or anything like that. But, no. mate, just being alone in your house, mate, I used to buzz off it. Like, yeah. leave me alone. I'm so happy with my own company, honestly. It's just, literally, it's just your area, isn't it? It's just your... Beth always says it to me, I don't know how you're like this. Like, she's like, I do one day on my own and yeah. I'm wrecking my bones to speak to someone. <laughs> I'm just like I'm so comfortable at home, yeah, doing nothing. Wait, and like I said, I love that I can do that, and I've got that. You it's know, a good I, skill, I know mate. I can do it. It is, but then I'm also like, you're on your own. Yeah, do something. Yeah, do even if you are on your own doing it, do something productive, which is like I said, I wish I had of. Yeah, and now I know. So you know, you, you know, there's that saying like you, you learn from your mistakes, and that, and that's probably been not just one mistake, a mistake every single day I've made for eight, nine, ten, however that, many that's, years. That's hindsight, isn't it? That's yeah. the beauty of hindsight. Yeah. Like, but And ultimately, if, if that's something you enjoy doing, mm. going home and that's your mm. way of relaxing, mm. there's absolutely nothing wrong mm. with it. And you're not going to foresee in five years, four years, three years, I'm going to be finished playing football. 
So, hmm. and it's it's like with the the family element, it's it's a perspective, isn't it? And often, yeah. it's something that happens in your life that makes you it switches you on and goes change your perspective. Oh, do you know yeah. what? Maybe I could spend a little bit more time with the kids, yeah. with yeah. my mom, with my dad, and stuff. So, I don't think it's ever. It's just you, you your life changes, isn't it? And you yeah. adapt. I think that's the important thing. Is I, I though you are you do adapt. Yeah. Whatever he chooses to do from here on, I think he'll be all right because you're yeah. proper, mate. You are. You're legit. <laughs> yeah. That's what you are. You're absolutely <laughs> well, wicked. Um, I wanted, oh, sorry, I've got a question. I want to jump in on quickly. So um, you mentioned earlier. So I, I didn't understand that you, this the knee injury was so sort of long term and long standing from when yeah. you were when you were a kid early doors. Um, I've been in a very similar position to you where I'm try- I'm getting a move to another club. So I'm going to put it to you. So the Swansea to Fulham move, the, the big money move, the twenty million pounds. When you're when the deal's been agreed and then you've got to go and do your medical, all that kind of stuff, in the back of your head, are you thinking, I'm going to fail this medical? Well, I signed injured at the time. Really? So um, this is probably like a good insight to to football fans as to what goes on. So you, obviously we know you, you a club approaches your club normally before you can go and speak to them. You know, sometimes it doesn't happen. I've had it where it hasn't happened. Yeah. And I just, you know, you, you go and speak to, to managers, etc. Um and then when that contact's been made and they agree a fee or whatever or let you go and speak to the club, then you go, you crack on, terms get sorted, and then you do your medical. So I did my medical, I did all my scans at Fulham, and I just I was just recovering from my, my a lateral repair. Yeah. And um, so I went there, not not fit. So you haven't got to be fit to sign a medical, but obviously when when the main thing people will will fail on is it's a massive business decision. So it's a lot of money at the time. So it's, are we going to outlay that money? Are we going to get that back? Yeah. Do we need to cover our costs? So if you're going there, more likely to get really badly injured or is it going to be worse or et cetera? There's so many factors, isn't yeah, there, that so they have to take things, into yeah. account. You could fail a medical and still be fine to, to sign yeah. the contract. It's, yeah. it's whether the clubs agree that it's worth the risk mm-hmm. or not, basically, it's literally, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's literally just yeah risk, risk assessment done on myself when I went to Fulham was... Um, there was a bit of doubt, so I'd gone there on the Monday, I think it was. Um, done my medical, done all the fitness stuff, flying, like done really well, and um, all the strength, etc., body scans, all that nonsense, and then went and done the MRI scans, and then um, was meant to be signed on the Tuesday. Hadn't heard anything from the club on the Tuesday, so I was like, oh, you know, you start to panic. Oh, I'm yeah. that guy, like I yeah. worry about everything. I just, I just think, right, well, why, why is he not replied, or yeah. what, what, what's going on, and then. Um, Spoke to them and there was, there was a bit of doubt, so I went and saw a specialist up London and he and he looked at my knee and he said that he's a bit worried that it was going to go again. Yeah. Um, but he, he wouldn't be able to tell like at, like straight away. Um, so we, I was I was I was halfway in my mind. I called my agent. And was like, listen, I'm going back to Swansea here. I'm, I'm going to go back and I'm just going to play for Swansea. I'm going to fulfil my contract. Um, and I'm going to just crack on now. So I love my life there. It's been brilliant. And I, why? It's not worth it. Yeah, it's not worth the, yeah. you know. It's not worth this hassle. The upheaval and just. Everything and then um, so I, I, my best mate um was, was brilliant. He come got me and he took me to the driving range. Well, I was you can imagine pinging balls, just <laughs> letting all, venting all my anger and that like, sweating up, just like in in the middle of the summer, just tearing the life out your yeah, lap from this. Like, I've, yeah, I've, I've, I've got jeans. I never wear jeans. I've got jeans on and like, I'm looking quite smart because I'm thinking oh, I'm meant to be doing like you know signing yeah, photos yeah, yeah. and all that nonsense. And then um, so we're down there and I'm yeah just pinging balls and then uh get a call in the afternoon at like five o'clock. My agent was like, oh, come, they want you to want to meet us now at the training ground. Um, it, the deal's getting done. I was like, okay, fine. So I went in on the, on the Wednesday and then um, we, we ended up signing on the Thursday afternoon. Yeah. But yeah, that doubt of, 
I had it more in the summer here, like like I said, when I failed my medical. Um, was like, I felt fantastic. Like all our season, I trained like we trained like five six days a week, eleven v eleven every day, and I was flying. I felt unbelievable, like really good nick and that. Obviously, not played as much as I wanted to, but you know that's life. And um, I got to got to this medical, and then I literally like, hadn't eaten, so I probably hadn't eaten until eight o'clock at night. Get to the hotel and. Um, I've had food, even the dinner was rubbish, so I was gutted, mate, because I love food. <laughs> so I've gone up to my room and I'm just like, oh, I need something else. So I've ended up walking to Tesco's down the road, getting all sorts of like trying healthy snacks in case they do body fats the next day. I'm thinking like it's going to make helps. any difference. Yeah, every little helps. And then um, go back to my room and then my agent calls me. So I get a, uh, a group call from my agents. Like there's like three of them who head the company. And I, I was like, I was like, yeah, it meant this. So I answered it. And, uh, they were blurry and this, that and the other. And I'm just like, I hung up because I'm just like, I, I can't hear a thing. I don't know what's going on. Got another call. And the major's like, oh, hi, Alf. He said, oh, they've pulled the deal on, on this basis. And I was like, okay. I was like, then I'm, all I'm thinking is, what's wrong with my knee? Like, can, and he said, oh, there's nothing wrong at the moment, but there's thinning of the cartilage. So it looks like um, where the club at is in their, in their financial stance at the moment and where they're at in terms of regulations. It wouldn't be feasible for them to offer this you the contract. This is still, yeah. No, this, no was, this was the new club. This was the new. Ah, this was the, the club one in the that summer, we're not yeah. mentioning, but yeah. we were up north. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. North, yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, okay. I was like, so I had no, I had, there was no bit of taste in, in my mouth. I was just worried about my knee. So yeah. I was just like, okay, like it's a business. Like I said, it's a business at the end of the day. I completely understand. But then all I'm thinking is like, God, like what, what do I do now? Then where does this put me? So I've gone downstairs. They're coming to pick me up. I was in a hotel, and they're like, we'll take you home now. So they'll be there at like midnight. So it's, I think it's like ten o'clock or something. I've gone downstairs to the bar and that's it, mate. I got tanked up. I just literally, Peronis, I was just like, yeah, I'm like, what do I do? So I'm just, just necking them literally like four pints down like in like an hour and I'm just like, I'm starting to go a little bit and I was like, oh God. And then uh, they picked me up. I'm telling them to pull over on the, on the side of the road because I need a wee like left, right and centre. And then text my, the financial advisor who's like really close with our guys and just like, well, what do I do? Like just, Pure out of like just drunkenness. Like, what do I do now, mate? Like my career's finished. Like, wh what am I gonna do? And then um, he was like, obviously it was late. It's like half twelve, one o'clock. So he didn't reply. And then the next morning, like uh, I got back and I had a few more beers. And I got home at like two o'clock in the morning. And um, I was like, okay, well, I just sat there. And then he called me and we had a chat for ages. And I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go and you know, just I think for five days I just floated about the house didn't so I'd been like hammering my fitness off away because I have to because I lose it really quick so I'd been and I went so I've been doing like so much work and then for five days I did nothing and I just Deliveroo around London mate, and it's dangerous so, like oh, three Deliveroo's yeah. a day mate and oh. I was just like I can just see this gut and I love food so I was like come on Alf come on like, don't do it to yourself you never know like it, it, it might be a problem or you might be alright or so then um, we went and saw a specialist that I'd not seen before and that's where we got to the stage where he said, "Listen, if you manage it, you could you could carry on. Yeah. Um, not going to say you're going to go and get ten years because you're not, but um, we can do like a thing where like you scan it every six months or every year, and and we see and we can sort of gauge the damage that's been done or hasn't been done or could be done, yeah. and then you can sort of guesstimate as to how long you're going to carry on for. Um, but yeah, that like you don't hear a lot of people fail in medicals anymore. No, you don't do you? at all because." There are so many treatments out there, yeah. and there are so many specialists for like everything. Yeah. That I thought, well, yeah, I've got, I've not got the greatest knee. It's a little bit made of paper mache, but I can deal with it. Yeah. I know I can deal with it. I've been, you can't tell me that I'm not good because I've been training for this long and I've been doing, I've been playing it, and I'm fine. But 
um, yeah, to say I failed one was uh, something that I, I, I tell the grandkids and so when they're um, one day when they're running around I, and I say I can't Just tell run. them if it was round say, drill. Honestly, I can't. Yeah, yeah. One, yeah. One question I was going to ask you, Alfie, was um, without being too crude, is obviously at twenty nine you finish playing. Are you kind of set for? Everyone knows footballers earn really good money, but you're you're obviously not worrying about it in the short term. But have you got kind of provisions in place when you spoke to your financial advisor that it's not a concern for you for the next 10, 15 years or whatnot? Nah, I think I am. Like I said, I'm so fortunate to have not only to have played, but to have played at the level I've got to, and I've not been stupid with my money at all. Um, me and Beth are just the most normal people in mm. terms of like we. Date nights and Nando's proper, like love nice. it. Can't be in and out job. Don't say a word when we're eating. We literally just head down just like that. Um, and we've been like, we've been really smart with our with investments, properties, etc. Um, no outside influences, you know, coming in and saying, "Oh, we can do this for you. We can do that." We've got such a good group around us, from my agents to mainly our family, to you know, best friends. Not, you know, there's a lot. I see a lot of players that their friends are happy to to go and yeah. spend your money for yeah. you or say you could do this, you could do that. And we've had times where we know we can do stuff, but why are we going to do it just because we can? So um, to answer your question, no, it's not a worry right. because we've made, and I'm like very fortunate and I'm not trying to sound like, yeah, I've got all the money in the world because I haven't, but... I've you don't need very, a yeah, lot anyway, yeah, really, been, do you? been very yeah. smart, yeah. And the way we are, I'm not, listen, I'm not going to go and start living a lavish footballer's lifestyle now that I'm not a footballer I didn't do it when I was one so why why would I change because she'd leave me straight away and like I said to you before the podcast I'd be in trouble Um, (laughs) because yeah she's top Um, (laughs) but yeah I think if you make the right decisions at right times and and listen like like COVID who'd have thought uh, like that hit that obviously smashed the economy massively Um, but I'm lucky to have had such great guidance and such great help with them decisions um, that luckily, thank God, that it's not going to be a worry. That's great. That's really good to hear because we've talked about it a lot in the past yeah. when we did um, an episode on like a footballer's entourage, managers, agents, etc. And we, you've always said, haven't you? Trust. If you can get the right people, mm. the right group around you that you trust, then then you'll be okay. People so, smell money, mate. That's the problem in yeah. this world. Is football, especially football, cash rich people, good to go, money on the hip. Do you know what I mean? They're all those little hang ons, the little gags. Like they can just smell it, and they're like, "I'll come with you. I'll do this with you. I'll do that for you." And you say, "Oh, leave it alone, mate. You weasel, weasel." Yeah. Um, <laughs> what what what's it? Weasel, what, weasel. What's it? Yeah. <laughs> Double weasel. What's it? Um, with regards to like insurance and payouts and stuff like that. Yeah. Are you were you insured at the time of retirement or anything so, like that? Um, throughout my career. Or, Injury insurance is obviously a big thing now. Uh, it's become more more of a thing in the last like ten years. So um, the first thing my eight current agent, which I met him eight nine years ago, the first thing he said to me was when I met him was, "Have you got injury insurance?" And I said, "No." Nah. Like, why would I need that? Um, I was literally on. I was on like Wickham. I was like three hundred quid a week. I was yeah. on like I was like not saying that's nothing, but in in the grand scheme of things, it's like I said to my dad the other day, I, was like, I don't know how I lived on that at the time, and I don't live an extravagant lifestyle, but like. Thank God they were there and I was sponging off mum and dad for, you know, like they didn't take nothing off me. They never would paying for meals, et cetera. And I was just like really grateful for that. But I had a good, healthy load of injury insurance throughout my career. And, but the more you, more you injure something, the more, it's like a car the more you crash, yeah. the higher it goes. And stuff gets excluded as well, yeah. doesn't so it? Then, yeah. yeah. So then this little 
sod down here, got excluded from my injury insurance. Otherwise, I'd just been paying stupid money for insurance that wouldn't yeah. have, you know, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have worked. So every part of me was insured apart from my knee. Um, so I knew that when I made this decision, I've got, to, you know, I've got to, got to understand that, yeah, oh yeah, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, you've played for these clubs. You're gonna have a great um, injury insurance. Yeah, I did, but it doesn't cover general wear and tear. Yeah. Same as 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 the PFA. It's uh because I've spoke to a few of them. Uh, I just said, uh, uh, can you send me some courses and stuff? I want to keep myself busy. And they said, uh, you know, we got into chat about why. And then they said, oh, we can we can go through a claim. And I'm just like, don't bother. You're going down a dead end. Really? Um, yeah. Purely because it's just, it's literally like your brake pads on your car. It's just wear and tear. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Um, but then when speaking to the surgeon, the last time I saw him, he said, you're, you're in a position where, yeah, you've had loads and loads of recurring injuries, but you did have one time which has ultimately ended your career. And I was like, oh, when was that? Because I haven't done anything lately. I haven't, yeah. I haven't like gone and torn it or I haven't had a moment where like I've been smashed up in the air and I can't, you know. But he was like, yeah, well, when you were 18 and you tore your meniscus, I, he said, I don't care what surgeon you are. I said, I've been doing this for years. It's never the same. He's like, so that has ended up in the reason you, why your whole career. And I was like, okay. He was like, and you could, you could go for a claim. He said, but it'd be tedious, it'd be long. It'll, you know, you they'll be asking, you'll be literally going on for years. And I was just like, well, I've not got that in my head at all. I haven't had it in there, so let's just keep that aside because I don't want to go through all that again. I don't want to be going like reliving all these memories of tearing my meniscus for fun because I've done so many of it, and you, you just remember the bad times with that. And I want to remember f- football for the good times. So I had in- injury insurance. I had good injury insurance. I've got you know, good life, health insurance. But like I said, this particular injury isn't one where you can go and, go and claim one. Yeah, sure, yeah, that's not going to cover it. No. it. It's quite expensive, you know, for, like yeah. footballers' injury insurances. For work, like yeah. Yeah, it's, um, I think I've, I I stopped mine at about 35, 36, 35 probably, I think, when I signed for Watford um, for the second time. But I think I was paying about 10 grand a year, you know, yeah. 10 well, grand a year on injury insurance. Oh, yeah. I'll kill you, yeah. I was, a lot more. Yeah, mate. So when I signed that, Swansea paid it for us, so they they paid like you know they played a big lump um, a year, and then because uh, my agents have always been big on that, like it's a big thing. Yeah. Um, oh, them. so they'll have written that into the contract. Yeah, yeah when they you're signing. Oh, and then really we went good. to Fulham, and Fulham were like, "Oh, we don't do it that way. Um, we don't we don't pay for injury insurance." And I was like, oh, "That's fine." So then, um, obviously, you just put it in my wages. Yeah, instead so, like, yeah, I was like, oh, so you, "You top me up." <laughs> but um, with my with my knee, um, the the I think it was the first two seasons I was at Fulham. I was playing like. Just under five grand a month. A month. A month. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Do quick maths. Go on. Yeah, sixty yeah. grand a year. Sixty because grand of the a year. History, because of the history of my knee. Wow. It, it, it was a, it was a needs must because yeah. I was like, well, so to cover your knee just in case in in case if it, it was that it, that would end my career, you'd then, have to pay that. Yeah. So wow. I, I don't remember what the pay. It was obviously you can imagine a stupid payout. But it was like, like I said, like car insurance. Like I look back now and I just think, God, I could have done so much more with that money. Imagine, because it's ended up doing me anyway. Oh, um, right, yeah, sixty, but, yeah, but sixty. Yeah, and then yeah. it was, and then it got to a stage where, like, it was just the more, like I said, the more you tear it, the more you tear it. Regardless of your contracts, obviously, it's got to cover what, what, what whereabouts you are with that and that. Like, I was speaking to a few of the boys on a coach one day, and I was like, oh, What's your injury insurance? And I was like, Because like. I feel like mine might be a bit expensive and they were saying like yeah like eight nine grand a year or whatever i'm like thinking like 700 quid a month and i'm just like what just like no i was like you what, what are you insured for like what, what are you gonna get with that yeah i was like what are you getting with that and then um but looking back on it like i 
I, I'm I'm glad I made it, obviously it financially it was, it, looking back it's big numbers but I've made them decisions and yeah. you know you learn from them going forward and that like but you know like speaking of insurance you know like insurance companies like footballers like you know like the companies who were going I'm not naming any names but they were going to say oh yeah we've done your injury insurance for this long or we've done your car insurance yeah do you want us just automatically be new hello mate send us this yeah, we're gonna yeah, order yeah, it. Yeah. so like I'll give you a case like this summer um, my car insurance was up and it was like, oh, hi, mate, um, we're going to reinsure. Have you got the same car? I was like, yeah, same one. And he went, um, okay, so this is your renewal quote. It's like, I think it's like 3,200 quid. So it's like, it's gone down 150 quid. And I was like, oh, that's all right. I was yeah. like, it's gone down, buzzing. I'm like, let me just have a check. I was like, because let me just have a little look around because I've got, like, like I said, like this is probably one of the times I was actually using my time quite well. And I was like, let me just get on, like compare the market or whatever it was. Mate, the most I was finding it for was like two and a half grand. Oh. And I was like, what's going on? Oh, I'm, I'm filling it all incorrectly. Like, yeah. these are all my no claims. I've got no points. I'm a, like, saying I'm a professional footballer, not a professional athlete. Um, this, that, and the other. This is where my car's kept. I'm not saying it's kept in like a vault or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not. And then I'm just like, 1200 quid, I think it cost me. <laughs> so then he texted me and he was just like, Isla, mate, um, do you want to um, renew? And I was just texting back and I said, Isla, mate, uh, uh, missus has done it all sorted. Because I didn't want to say, no, nah, mate, I found yeah. it to you. I was like, <laughs> yeah, oh, let me just me deflect. Off. Let me just deflect it onto Mrs. Beth. This is with Alessa. That sounds then, familiar, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, you know I, mean? I was just like, oh, yeah. Um, well, I don't want to let people down. So I was like, oh, Beth, you, yeah. And thinking like he's going to message Beth. He hasn't got a number. <laughs> yeah. He's not. He's like, yeah, sweet, man. No worries. And I was just like, easy. Is that it? Is that it? And, then, and then, I, then I stupidly started to think, I've been with like this insurance guy for like the last eight years. Yeah. And I'm like, couple grand more every year. I was like, I don't even want to know. I was like, but these oh. are like when you're playing, probably you probably go, ah, it's you think it's all right. you just let it auto renew, yeah, and then because you think, then, oh, that's no hassle. Yeah, but like, then when that paycheck isn't coming in every yeah, month, you mean, like, you're hmm. a bit like it, aren't you, Ben? Since you've retired, you're kind of going, don't get me wrong, we do all right as business, but you've definitely tightened up your belt, haven't you? And gone, well, well, well we're not doing that anymore, living. and we're not doing that anymore. Hey, and... Do you know Do you know what it is? It's just, it's not nice when people don't put money in your account every month. <laughs> no, tell me about it, man. I don't enjoy it's it, It's not mate. fun, is it? <laughs> it's not fair. Yeah. Like, you, just, yeah. you put it in everyone else's yeah, account. No, I'm just putting their money in everybody yeah. else's account every month. I don't get. I don't even pay myself at the minute. Oh, um, one thing that's actually interesting, talk about car insurance, talk about young footballers, right? <laughs> there's a couple, um, there's a couple of lads I know who still know some lads at Man United and stuff like that and there's some of those young Man United lads who have got big bad boy Range Rovers SVRs and stuff mm -hmm. like that yeah like proper proper cars and stuff they're paying like 15, 20 grand a year on car, oh, insurance. car insurance. 15, 20 grand Jeez. a year on car insurance. And they're driving around in 150 grand car as well. Yes. Well, that's what it is when you're 20, 21 Whoa. years old, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Play for Man United, 21 years old, fast car, 4.4 litre engine. Oh, my gillian. Um, that's unbelievable. Yeah, electric, bonkers. electric, way forward. Yeah, what you got? Yeah. What car? Yeah. What uh, IX3. Oh, here you yeah, go. We've yeah. got Tesla. That's why I, yeah, I, I couldn't drive it here because uh, just in case you ran out of miles. <laughs> nah. I thought, oh, yeah, and the mine's, um, I put the heating on, I had the music up, and poor, that's it, mate. It goes down <laughs> rapid, <laughs> yeah, doesn't it? Does, yeah, yeah, you park like them true. in a Tesla one, by the way? No. Um, nah, that's, um, that's a big thing that's going on. Um, totally off topic. But yeah, uh, I think. Um, the, like the American government are trying to pay Elon Musk to allow to use, to use, them, so to use whether that comes over here or not. Well, that would be a problem, wouldn't it? Because mate, it'd be a problem. They're busy as you're. Like, we've head, noticed it, haven't we? In the yeah. last six months, last six months, can't even get on it. If we're going down the motorway and we want to stop at a Tesla one, there you're waiting, mate. You might have are to they wait twenty minutes. Ones? Yeah, they're rapid, yeah, they but are. still, you're waiting twenty minutes yeah. to actually get on have there. Have you seen? With? I don't know if you've got it around here, but like in London now, like 
bog standard lampposts. Yeah, I've seen it, yeah. Plug, plug into it. the lampposts and stuff mental. like that. I'm just yeah. like, what are you? I was like, this geezer just pulled up and I like, pulled his car away. I'm just looking up because like, I'm thinking, yeah, like electric car name, like, area near me. I'm just like, go on then. Like, where are you going to plug that into? Just wax it in, in the, the lampposts. Lamp 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 like, okay, fair sure it wasn't just a nutcase. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's clever, yeah. to be fair. Probably wasn't even his motor, but yeah. <laughs> um, all right, Alfie, I want to take you back to a um, 24, 25-year-old Alfie Morrison. Um Doing really well for Fulham, absolutely smashing it. Um, and you're getting into the England squad. Talk yeah. to me about your experiences getting yeah, into that. that. You hard, never actually man. played, got nah. called into yeah, two, got, game, for two yeah. games. So I got uh, Italy and Holland. Yeah, yeah that was tough, mate. It was, I, was at, I was at Swansea at the time. Um, but I, so I got called up. So I played for the 21s and that quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, loved it, like proper, love England. Absolutely. Obviously, I was over the moon to get called up. Really like surreal moment, but... I was, yeah, I was buzzing. Um, and then I got there, I think it was like Sunday or whatever. It was St. Patrick's Day and um, we had an FA Cup game in the morning. BBC One, I was at Swansea, we played Tottenham, got whacked 3 0. And obviously you just think, oh God, like it swallowed me up well, like just lost on BBC One, like everyone can watch us, <laughs> yeah. like everyone. Um, we actually did all right, but just, yeah, they had a hell of a squad. And then I just remember walking off and then like all the England, like Deli Ali, like Eric Dyer, and that would come up to me, oh, sweet, see you, see you Monday. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's quite cool. I was like, I forgot about that. <laughs> and then, um, so, oh yeah, that yeah. big England thing. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, oh yeah, because obviously I'm thinking like the game. Like, yeah. That's all I'm focused on. And then um, St Patrick's Day, Beth's dad's Irish, so he came to the game. My mum and dad come. We just went near us after the game and we started drinking as like a St Patrick's Day celebration slash England call up. And ended up getting like yeah, way more drunk than we should have, but it was brilliant. And then um, so I've, Sunday pure recovery just. <laughs> Hydro tablets, trying to get recovery. Up. I'm just like, I've got. A, Isn't I've, that a hangover? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's one way to look at it. So I get picked up early Monday, like coming from Swansea, it's a trek to St George's Park. So I slept the whole way there, and then make the training just hit me like a train. Really? It's like at at Swansea, Carlos Carvajal just come in, and he was like, literally, you get ready for a game, whatever you need to do. Our one session that's tough is a Tuesday. Thursday would be tactical. Wednesday was like gym based tactical. Friday, you do a warm up, you do a few sprints, do shape, and you're done. Yeah. If you want to do extras, all you're doing is finishing free kicks, you know, like the lads like that. So I'd literally not trained, just and took that for granted, and then got with the England boys, and oh my God, mate, they were like machines. Really? Level, step was, up. And the fitness, like, I was like, what? My legs have gone here every day, like double sessions. <laughs> I was like, this ain't pre season. And like, obviously, I realized now they had to cram a lot in, like gym sessions. This, that and the other. So I think we travelled to, uh, we went and played Holland away and then we come back to Wembley to play Italy. Mate, I was finished. Really? My legs were gone. I think that was the main the main takeaway from Italy. I was buzzing. I was knackered. And I was like, this is the standard like yeah. of to like they be live the top like of the top. Yeah. So I, and then I hear stories about like Liverpool players like going in in the afternoon and doing their like notorious training sessions. They're like, their day, yeah. yeah. They're like day starts like two o'clock, three o'clock or whatever. I'm just like, what? I thought football was like a generic Monday to Friday, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, taper down or off or whatever, because, like, you know, lower league, that's what it yeah. is. And I'm just like, I love, I loved it. And, you know, I wish it would have happened again. But I was like, this training, like, honestly, like I said, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I was baffled at how they can maintain that. <laughs> that's mad, isn't it? <laughs> who, uh, who, were the play- who were the standout players when you were there then? I stick by it, mate. Every time every time I get asked this question, Jack Wilshere. Really? Um, yeah. And the squad was really? the squad was immense. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But and when he, was that? 2018? You were in there, before, before the Before the World Cup. Was it that, before the World that, Cup? That is, I'm sorry, that is frightening. Right, yeah. so you roll back to 2018. Yeah. You got 
Alfie Morse and Jack Wilshire, you say roll forward four years. Mate, they're both mate, retired. Both, oh, yeah. Can you imagine? No, can you mate, imagine? Honestly, he, like obviously people have known him so long and just tapered him that injury brush. And I've had it a lot, but like he he's on a different pedestal because he he's been there. You know, I got to a stage where I was comfortable and happy and I love football, but he had the spotlight on him yeah. because he's been at Arsenal because he's so good. He's played for England so many times. Um, but I got there knowing all these big names and that like Sterling's, Deli Alley was on absolute flames, Stones, all these players were like unbelievable. But he, I don't know what it was. He was just like, he just, just the strut, not arrogance, but just, yeah, I know I'm good. Yeah. And he was just popping it. And then I was, I, was, I remember calling my dad because he's an Arsenal fan and I was speaking to him. I was like, Dad, you'll buzz off this. Wilshire is immense. <laughs> I was like, honestly, like great guy as well, which is what I like more. I was like, he's proper down to earth and just started chatting to me and that. And I was just, because I was, I was gone there as like a, other than Tammy Abraham, I think like there was barely any other English lads that had been called up from Swansea. Yeah. So I went there like, like a little fish in the big pond. Like, you just I, followed I, Man yeah. United players. I knew Arsenal, Pickford and Liverpool. Yeah. yeah. I knew, I knew Pickers from the 21s and that was it. And I was, I was like, not starstruck, but like, Okay, this is this is like another step here. Yeah, I was yeah. like sink or swim sort of thing, and uh, I just remember training with him. And, yeah, and I was just like, God, like yeah. Everyone says, oh yeah, he's injured, he's injured, this that, and the other. And I was just like, yeah, but he is so good, so good. Just and got I just, it. I just it? wish like he was able to not not prove anyone wrong because he hasn't got to prove anyone. Just wrong. fulfill, like, yeah, just yeah, fulfill just, all that potential. Just, Oh it wasn't even potentially was. He mate, was the real he, deal. Mate, he, was he was the he, real deal honestly, for a bit, was, weren't he? In training. When like, he retired. Was, oh. When he retired, he I know we, we know somebody and said, like, he, he must be kind of is he fit? And people were saying he's fit. Oh yeah. And he's looking for a club. And in the world that we live in with football of short term deals and everything else, I remember saying to you, What what's going on here? Yeah. Like, you look at I think it was Watford at the time, me yeah, and you were having yeah, conversations yeah. going. A club like Watford, why wouldn't you uh, just... Well, apparently Watford why wouldn't were you? interested for a little bit. Watford, but why wouldn't you just like, pull the trigger for six I months? That, that season where I think he went back to Bournemouth for a little bit, didn't Did, he? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like there were, I remember there were so many teams sort of sniffing around going, shall we offer him this, shall we offer him that? And I think a lot of them were just obviously worried about his injury But on a six-month deal... Even if it's pay-as-you-play, just do a pay-as-you-play, do you know what I mean? Right. That's it. You get Jack Wilshire in through the door, Bizarre. the level in, in training just at, alone. Even when he was at Bournemouth, I remember watching, it was last night, funnily enough, I was watching some like... Um, compilation clips of him like just receiving the ball and stuff like the way he would turn oh, no. and like yeah. in the yeah, middle of the park and just drop his shoulder and like yeah. the other yeah. midfielders are like I'll see you later yeah, then made it look easy there's like squat legs he's got yeah mate, it must have just been some. it must have been like listen I'm not going to go and say like whatever reason because he's made a decision for whatever and he's had a hell of a career and like I said like I'm glad to have met him because not not only was he a like, top player but like a really like good guy just a nice guy yeah. and which is just refreshing. Yeah. And I'm not trying to sit here and say like top footballers are knobs because they're not. Yeah. They're like loads, like everyone's great guys, but the perception that a lot of people would have of him. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It is. And I'm yeah, just like, you get defensive. It's completely like, true. Yeah. I, I, like, I'm, I'm not going to say like, I'm his best mate. Like, yeah. he, like he, he probably wouldn't even remember the things that like yeah. we spoke about, but it's refreshing for me because I'm like, yeah, sweet. You say what you want. Like, yeah. and I, and I, and I've had it where, Few of my mates are like QPR fans, and and they'll speak about like some players. They'll say, "Yeah, no, he's terrible." And I'm just like, "He's not." I'm just like, yeah. "You are such a football fan at times. You like you do my head in." They'll have read the Sun. They'll have they read all the little yeah. gossip columns. But they know about more. They're like, "Oh yeah, what's he doing?" And I'm just like, 
what, what do you mean? Like, why, why is he doing this? Why is he doing that? And he's just like, mate, whatever decisions he's making, he's making. Yeah. He's, he's not just going to have made them. They're not going to just go and do things for the sake of it. Just relax. Like, let them do their thing. Yeah, like, you'd be a fan. Opinion, you know? And you, I, I, I was watching um, one of these the other day with with you and, and, and Troy. And uh, you said about, um, yeah, everyone's, and that's a beauty of football, everyone's entitled to their opinion. And I, and I, I, I agree, everyone's entitled to their opinion. You know, like when it gets voiced in a way that you you take offence to it, yeah. even if it's nothing to do with you. Yeah, I get like that with footballers. Like I, I do get defensive because I know what it takes. And listen, like it's a great life. Don't get me wrong; it's fantastic. It's got so many highs. But mate, what what what? Like I say, like what job are you going to go to where your boss has has come in at, at you know halfway through the day? Said you've been effing useless. You've been this. You C U N T. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't get it. No. So and the manager fighting. Can deal with that, yeah. Manager's fighting on the touchline yeah. or something like do that. I mean, like yeah. Like in what, in what world? Like, it's, phones it, for you. Managers yeah. fighting the E. Manager yeah. down the road. It, it's <laughs> phones for you. All right, Granddad. They still going anymore. Oh, I don't really. know. I don't yeah. know. What's another one? Car phone warehouse. Yeah. Yeah. Car phone warehouse and the E. But it is. You're right. Like I think football. I mean, this is. I always think it's a double-edged sword. I think it's what makes football the best sport in the world, but then tinged with it, it does get to you sometimes because, mm. like, you look at... We do the weekly show, the football fill-in, and we'll have guests on and stuff, and they're never saying that team are... Uh, that player's an arsehole, or, well, Goldbridge might sometimes. Yeah, it might But be, yeah. people will get in the comments, and they are after it, and they're really... Um, it can, can be a quite abusive, and you think just an opinion and he's mm -hmm. saying it in the right way just yeah. accept that it's a different opinion yeah. to yours um if, but, yeah i'm trying to say you're wrong i think i think that's that's a good thing with football is um yeah everyone's entitled to their opinions and you can say this i'm not trying to say that you're incorrect or or i don't agree with what you're saying but this is my opinion and i feel like sometimes like you find it more with people who aren't who aren't or haven't been to do with football, mm. that their opinion is is not wrong, but it's 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 way more biased. Or it's like you know, I'm trying to get a nibble out of someone, or I'm trying to. Well, like your yours, fish yours should something. carry a bit more weight anyway. Do you know what I mean? Because you can put a bit more context around mm. your opinion yeah. and you back, back it up, it up yeah. with, uh, well, I've met him and actually he was sound. Yeah. Like he was, do you know what I mean? Or, mm -hmm. But uh, just talking about some of the other defenders in that England team with you at that time. So in that actual squad, um, centre backs were Gary Cahill. Um, Eric Deer is he a centre back? He's kind of a centre back, isn't he? Phil Jones, Harry Maguire, uh, John Stones. Um, Phil Jones was in I there. I know, yeah. 2018. Yeah, 2018. Wow. Um, yeah, decent little. Yeah, like, not a, yeah, not, yeah, not a Danny Rose. Yeah, Danny Rose is in there. Yeah, big Danny. Um, who else was there? there Ashley, um, you got a full back. Bertram was there. Trent was, was in there. Yeah. Gary Cahill. We want to get him on the podcast, we, don't we? Where were the standout centre backs? Um, Stones was he really was he he's a Rolls Royce Maguire's like listen he's another player I get really defensive about yeah because like he is a top player I don't care what anyone says and to like the World Cup to have not played and then to go and, and just you know just yeah, he's class. Oh, not, not carry a country but be class. like one of the best centre-backs in yeah. the World Cup by a shadow of a doubt you know, it takes some it takes some Cajonas, let's say that. Cajonas, nice. Know what I mean? um, <laughs> John Stones was the player, Stones, yeah? mate. He's not a centre-back. He's just a ball player. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. a lot. I think he's, yeah, he's just got so many I think so he's got better strings. and better. Because there was oh. a time at Man City that he looked like he was on his way out, yeah. didn't he? And he just, in the last 
two, three seasons, he just seems to have got better yeah, and better and better just, and better. Yeah, he, he, I don't know, little things like I noticed, like he's filled out a little bit. I'm not trying to say like he was lightweight because he wasn't, but he looks like he's like a proper big man, ball playing yeah, man yeah, now. Yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? Just love yeah. that. Yeah, he's a, he's a player. Um, right, Alfie uh, Mawson, we're going to go into some quickfire questions. Yeah, let's do let's it. Let's do some quickfire questions. Nothing too dodgy, I promise you. What uh, was the team that you failed in medical <laughs> 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 Um Do you have any hidden skills? Um, no, not that I can share, no. <laughs> it's because he went home and just did nothing instead of... <laughs> I love to say, yeah, guitar, but that's not... I bought a guitar. Yeah. In, uh, I bought a guitar in, in covid yeah, still in the in the box, yeah. <laughs> in the, rapping, the, yeah. the guitar case. Yeah. Um, what was it about COVID? I bought a fucking banjo. The ban- yeah, a banjo. Yeah, banjo. that's one of those. <laughs> oh no, a ukulele. Oh, you're Why? weird. You're a weird. Why? You bought a guitar. You do these the... things, though. Yeah, like we we started coloring. Like you yeah, color colouring's nice, mate. Oh, I don't like it. Colouring, yeah. It is lovely, peaceful. What did you do in lockdown? What you must have your weird. You must have cycled. He's weird. He'll have picked some weird. No, I was up. cutting hair, wasn't I? I learned how to oh, cut yeah, hair. you yeah. were to barbering. Yeah. Barbering. I, 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 I went bald, man, yeah. Did you? I remember yeah. Beth was on a uh, FaceTime to her dad, and um, I was like, I was like, you know, like I said, like I'm going through this, like I said earlier, I'm going through this thing now, like for like a little mental challenge, I'm going to try and grow my hair for a year. So this is two months in. Obviously, the curtain's horrific, but you know, like I can't do nothing. Like, I'm trying different styles each day, but I'm getting to that length where it's like, oh god, like it's getting it's horrible. It's, it's minging, mate. It? It's minging, but like, yeah. So if I get bad, like I ain't really bothered. Um, so I've got ten months left. Um, but in COVID, I went the other way. I was like, I'm gonna grow it, but then it got to that stage where it was that mid length, and I was like, nah, I can't do anything here. And then um, just got like a got a one blade, and I just went like that, and I was like. Oh no! What it's too late now. What what I, I was done. like, "What? I've gone too high though." Because I'm thinking, like, "I'll give myself a shape up, sort of thing." You know, <laughs> I look quite cool. And then I went downstairs to Beth, and I'm just like that. And she's on her face, and she's like, "Dad, I've got to call you back. What have you done?" Yeah. Gone upstairs. She's <laughs> given me like a one on the side, three on top. Actually, looked oh, not bad. Not she blended bad. it in as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then she was like, "Um, yeah, I just wore a hat for about three months, and then um, just, <laughs> I, but I ended up keeping that, like, just short hair from that from that experience, and." So much easier, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Like it drying is. this every day is yeah, a nightmare. I don't even dry it, man. I just <laughs> it makes me smile. Even... Is that you feel that you can give yourself a shape up? Oh, as, a, as a like never cut yeah. hair. You can't give your hair. Just, you can't give yourself I, a haircut. I did the same with my lad. Remember Sebi? I took a chunk out of his oh, hair, yeah. even to the point where we were in the middle of COVID, and I rang a mate of ours, Chrissy, who's a barber, and I went, "Mate, you're not doing dodgy trims, are you? Like, are you doing anything? Can you pop round like in the garage or anything?" Nah, mate, I can't. I was like, "Sorry, kid, you're gonna have to just." But we, we were like that, like, because I thought, oh, yeah, just clippers now. I won't go to, I'll go, I think I started off with like a, it was like a free or whatever, but it was a free on a beard trimmer. I'm not on the clippers. <laughs> so that's low, mate. Yeah, I had no low. idea. So I, went, I, know, I thought, oh, God. And I went, I went literally to, up to about here. Oh, no. And I thought, well, Alf, what are you Crew doing, cut. mate? Like, this is this is not you, pal. And then, I look um, bad on him because he's got like a blockhead yeah. as well. I've he's got, got a Minecraft head, head, head hasn't he? Have, <laughs> I've, got, no, I've got a head and a half. Yeah, that's, that's no insult. Trust me. <laughs> well, that wasn't a quick fire, but yeah. we love it. Yeah, yeah I, we know, love it. Love, I love it. The tangents, I love it. Um, do you play any computer games? Call of Duty. I uh, Religiously. Really, yeah. It, yeah. Like a big sweat on it as well. Well, that's my name on COD, yeah, Sweaty. Is it something, honestly? Yeah, sweaty something. Yeah, I'm not gonna. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna give my game a tag. No, I'm not gonna give my game yeah. a tag, but I am the sweat. Okay, sweat, love so. that. Love that. Um, favorite meal. Favorite go-to food. Go-to food. Um, oh, God, that's some sweets. 
Yeah. Yeah, I've got a bad sweet tooth. <laughs> Sweets for dinner then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what that's yeah, that's when we get to the food ten K challenge, mate. That's one that's my next thing. What is a ten K challenge? Um so I just said this to a few of the boys at Wickham before I left. I was like, Oh lads, I'm gonna do the ten K challenge and I think like, Oh, you can't run. And I'm just like, Yeah, ten K, like ten thousand calories in a day. Eating? Yeah. Off. Oh. Comfortably. Off. I'll do it comfortably. Honestly. Can we film it? Uh, well, Can I'm, we I'm, vlog I'm, it? I'm gonna send it to um. I've said it to the Wiccan boys. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna vlog it. I'm gonna like weigh in in the morning, show you my plate before and after. Um, but yeah, I've got it sorted out. Um, send it to us. We'll edit yeah, it we'll out for it. you. All right. No we'll get the edit yeah. in. We'll get it all done. Proper, but honestly, right? I'm comfortable like knowing I'm gonna smash it because I've got a eating problem. Oh, 10k is a ha- yeah. hell of a amount I mean, of calories. It's, it's, you know? it's not when you you knock it down. Trust me. If you drink cokes in between and all that kind cokes, of stuff, pick a mix. I can eat. I can eat like a kilo pick a mix like that. Like, <laughs> that's a good. Idea. Yeah, and that's like three thousand six hundred calories. So that's a whack. My Nando's orders like two and a half thousand. My wagon mama's is nearly three. You're gonna 000. do any exercise in between this? No. It's a one day challenge. One day, I like yeah. this. It's a one day challenge. Yeah, Beth's gonna drive me to um, Nando's, take me home, uh, drive me to wagon mama's, and then I'm gonna do a twelve box Krispy Kremes with the cokes. I'll hit 10k well quick. <laughs> You've given this real I've thought, made, haven't I've you? mapped it out. I'm going to batter it. All right. You yeah. need to send us that footage yeah, and we'll make it yeah. up for you. All right. Yeah. We'll do it proper. Um, so favourite drink then? Coke. Yeah. Bad. That's, that's what I mean. That's my drink. Yeah. Uh, no, I've gone on to Coke Zeros yeah, since yeah, I've retired yeah. because, um, yeah, mate, I didn't realise how many calories was in Coke. Heavy. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. But them Sugar. little thin cones is like yeah. 100 calories. Yeah. Needless. What about, need to, um, need to keep them. What about our favourite alcoholic drink? Um, Peretti at the moment. Oh yeah, 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 Peretti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I thought they was like a, a fraud version of Moretti. Yeah, they're pretty much is, but yeah, but they're good, it's good, really. Yeah, they're nice. We got Madri on tap up at the uh, Madri's top as well. Best lad loves a Madri. Big fan of Madri. Like a little neck oil, little brew dog. Yeah, like a neck oil. Yeah. I've got one teenage crush. First hit ever teenage crush. Jessica Alba. Oh yeah. I used to have like a photo on my on my phone when I went to an all boys school. So like you can imagine like photos and like oh, birds like going around like oh, look at that like, oh look what I've got look at my background and that like flipping the phone and that <laughs> and I had one of Jessica Alba and honestly yeah Jessica Alba and Mila Kunis yeah oh yeah. that's a good little yeah. duo that Jessica isn't it? Alba yeah. in Fantastic Four but I must say and I'm not just saying this because the camera's right there uh, me and Beth were best mates from the age of twelve yeah so from the age of twelve to I think like eight later twenty. I was that best friend, that, that annoying best friend. Really? Like, friend zoned like, all friend, the way through? Friend zoned all the way through, comfortable. Happy to say it because I got out of that and I stayed out of it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so she, she's always like... I was she the was, one yeah, that escaped. Like she, yeah, she's, yeah. She, my non-celebrity crush is the woman that I've ended up grinding down. Yeah, beating her down. I've got a word, honestly, I've got yeah, it. And I'm so grateful that she has settled for me. And How just does given that work up. when you go from 12 years old to took you eight years, Yeah. In any of those years, in a moment's notice, if she if she had gone, do you want to be my boyfriend? Would you have gone? Yes, deal. Well, I think there was times where we was both like, like I'd fancied her, and then she'd fancied me, and yeah. but we weren't, we hadn't told each other, or there was times where I fancied the life out of her, but she was just like, honestly, Alf, just grow up. Like you're not, you're not the one. Maybe one day, and I stuck with that because I thought, yeah, maybe's enough. That's all I need. Like yeah. I'll, I'll be it. Like, when, when you give up. And you like you're ready Sicker. to settle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you're sick of like, yeah, just the graft of like trying to like stay with I'm here. Here's Alfie. I'm here. And honestly, I said, I'll I'll do what I can. And um bless her, she um Yeah, now I've got you know, I'm really close with her family as well. So like I say to her, like, you know, if you be able to leave me, like 
think about the review. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's not just me. You're it's leaving not just it, me. Yeah, because right? yeah. I'm not just with you. I'm with your family. Yeah, that hits hard. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like do you that, think? Mate. Do you think they might choose you over? Absolutely not, mate. No, I'm more worried that my if like anything ever, God forbid, like yeah, anything ever happened, my mum and dad would be like, Alf, mate, you've. You've really let us down. Like, you know that, that bit of line, I'm not angry, I'm disappointed. Oh, that yeah, kills yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so kick, bad. Yeah. Oh, have that's you, have you used that on your kids before? <laughs> More than a many times. More than many, honestly. <laughs> little, yeah. yeah. Um, I've got a nice one for you here. Um, who's the most famous person you've ever met? Um, ooh. Oh, my hero, JT. John Terry? My hero. Someone said that Cold. last week. I said, no, yeah. what did I say to... I, so I've got... Well, oh, what I we like know. to do, right? What we yeah. like to do is get some shirts up here yeah. and then we normally start by talking it. But we haven't got many Defenders shirts. Yeah. Like, these are all match-worn. So yeah. we're, I've not got that's, many... That's my, my best thing I've ever got was... A John last Terry shirt. was playing. I got a signed Terry shirt, honestly, mate. So I've got a John Terry shirt at home. Well, my dad's got it, right? Because mm. my dad's name's Terry, mm. yeah? So he loves John Terry. Yeah, so yeah. I got him a John Terry shirt from when we played Chelsea, I don't know, years and years and years ago. I texted him earlier and said, Dad, because he's a picture of my dad. Mm. He does all these shirts. Yeah. He does them all, puts them all proper nice and stuff. Um, and I said, Dad, can you um, can you get this, get that JT shirt from out of wherever it is and put it on, like at, le- at least just like, wrap it around a bit of cardboard so we can use it on the set? And he's going for an x-ray on his knee today, actually, funnily enough and he was like I can't do it I'm really sorry so I was going to put a JT one yeah, up JT, I didn't yeah. know that he was like your yeah. hero either so genuinely like, the first time I met him was um, actually on a Christmas do yeah so we were in a Winter Wonderland and you can imagine mate, like, he was getting swarmed yeah of course like, yeah. He's, he's dressed in it my mum's got it up in her, um, in, her, in her study bless her photo of me dressed up as it the clown <laughs> so like scaring kids for fun yeah and then um he, he's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle yeah decent yeah and I was just like which oh, one was he though uh, I was just like couldn't really see past about here. Raphael, Donatello, Leonardo, and my I think it was the blue one. My, uh, that was that was Donatello. I, I think, think it was, was baby blue. Oh, no. I think yeah, yeah. And um, I saw uh, yeah, met him in, in the Bavarian beer village and just chewed his ear off. And <laughs> I just said to him, I was like, mate, I'm so sorry, but like I'm like genuinely in awe here. Like I'm buzzing. And um, he was like, I nah, don't be silly in that. And then when I got my England call up, he DM me on Instagram. Oh, nice. Oh my god, mate. So like we were going out that uh, so I got called up like week before I think it was we played West Ham we just beat him and like, I played really well and then um, he DM'd me and was like oh, hello mate JT here I don't know if this is your official account and I was like um, I was like what was going on I checked I saw the tick and I thought no chance and then um, he was like um, heard you were unbelievable today on, on Gillette Soccer Saturday he was oh. like oh, yeah they were buzzing off you um, keep going get yourself on that plane for the summer I guess oh, that. Oh, <laughs> Beth was like, "What's up?" And I was just like, "I'm done. I was like, I've thrown my phone." I was like, oh, "I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I've done it." She was like, "What?" I was like, oh. "She was like, she started celebrating." She was like, "Yeah." And my mate was around, and we were just, "Whoa!" I was buzzing, mate. Honestly. Hey, I've got like a lot of good things to say about JT. I'm the same as you. Like I've oh, met him quite a few times, England teams, all that kind of stuff. And I don't know, he gets a bad rap in the press sometimes. Some of the stuff he's done, obviously, is very dodge. But like on a one-to-one basis, like I've always said, yeah, mate, JT's top, you know. He's yeah, always yeah, dead mate. respectful, yeah. talks to you, chats to you. Yeah. Like really, really lovely. So I'm with you, mate. Yeah, he's always right, you know. says that as well, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, Tubes, Tubes always says Tubes exactly the same quite well, sort of thing. It, yeah. Um, nicknames? Oh, Beth calls me Raffs. Our Who? whole family called me Raffs. Rafts. I've had so many nicknames. Rafts. Like that. Yeah, Rafts. What? Uh, you're what? gonna have to spell that. R A double F S. Rafts. Rafts. There must be a reason. Like Rafferty, but it's not. It's just Rafts. Nah. She just calls me every round. What's Rafferty? I don't know what that yeah, is. I'm a, I'm, it's a name. I'm in trouble if Beth calls me Alfie. I swear to God, I don't remember the last time she called me Alfie without being annoyed at me. So where's Rafts coming from? Must come from somewhere. She's mental. 
<laughs> I swear. She's got names for everyone. Like her nephew now is called Oscar. That's his actual name. Um, Tut Tut Mouse. <laughs> yeah, mate, she's mental. Mouse. But like she's got names for everyone, honestly. Beth, can you get in the comments down below, yeah, please, and yeah. try and <laughs> explain why um, why Alfie's called Raph? Yeah. Right. I think um, we've got a few more, a few more here, haven't we? We're having fun here. Yeah, good. It's good. Yeah. Um, superstitions. Any footballing superstitions? Um, did I ever used to have any? I used to, I think, not like superstitions as such, just making sure like I had, well, maybe, yeah, actually, just like before game drinks and that. Yeah. Um, just like pure caffeine. Mate. Just make sure you so, fuel yeah, right, just, basically. Yeah, not fuel right, because I, my whole career I didn't fuel right. <laughs> just, just caffeine? Yeah, just caffeine. And sweets. Like, I don't eat breakfast or nothing, so like I just, yeah, fast. Even on ga- yeah, game yeah, day? Yeah, game day, yeah. So just, what would you have, uh, pre-match meal? Not much. No. You just want that instant sugar no, hit. Yeah, just I'd have that, maybe a bowl of strawberries or something. So would I be right in saying that, obviously, if you're not eating breakfast or lunch, that because football's like a 90-minute a effort, you, you'll have enough glycogen and is you've got defend- enough to get yeah. through. Defenders don't is that, run around yeah. very much anyway. They just yeah. sort of stand there. Unless you're in they? trouble chasing. And, point, and I've yeah, done that point a lot and stuff well. like that. Yeah, just shout. Like, if you're having a bad game, I don't know who said it. I, I think it was Ashley Williams <laughs> said it to one of the Swansea boys. He was like, when I'm having a bad game, I just shout more. Just deflect and I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, if I'm really like loud, that, if I'm really loud in training, I'm just like, that's oh, because I know I'm having a nice torrid. So, yeah, um, you see any yeah. goal goes in on a Saturday afternoon, mate. Watch the goalie straight away. He goes, What are you oh, like, mate, doing? I see it all the time? Come on, you hate that though, don't you? What are you doing? I see it, you see it all the time. I've had it loads, and you just like keep it at a toy, and you just look at him, and you're just like. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just waiting like what do I say and I'm just like it's alright mate we've all been there don't next worry, time we'll yeah. be fine mate don't <laughs> worry we've all been there um, who's the best striker you ever played against um, Jesus Gabby yeah, really we played a game I think I played one of his first games for City uh, beat us. so we were 1-0 down he scored and then we <laughs> Gilfie Sigerson scored we got back to 1-0 literally two minutes ago at the end he had buzzing this was really a massive result for Swans and then he went up for a header against was my right side centre half Fernandez like top player he's beat him in the air headed it and Fabianski's parried it Norton's gone to get to it and he's just like just like moved him out of the way and just scored the rebound as well yeah. and we were just they're like what he's just like three players three or four players he's just strong, done there strong mate yeah. like, I don't think people really like technically in that like lovely like really good player but strong, like all these Brazilians are solid. People really? You, honestly, they've all got big bums, haven't they? Yeah, big, thick legs, people, big bums. Mate. What, Brazilians? And, oh, just, just like made strength, of, They're made of something else, yeah. They're just tougher than us. And yeah, they just you just bounce off them. Big Gabby Hayes. Like, people wouldn't expect that. No, they are. Like, even yeah. the skinny people ones, though. Like, remember Ramirez? Yeah. Chelsea, like him, like Oscar, like players like that, just like, Strong like Willian, obviously. It felt like I mean, his quads are like yeah, joke, yeah. disgusting. But he, the strength these like Brazilians and South Americans possess is streetwise strength. It yeah, is that's it's scary. I'll give Lucas Fabianski by the way because I love yeah, this goalie. Oh, Honestly, mate. he's one of my favourite goalies in the Premier League. I say League, all the time, he's the most underrated goalkeeper. He is, isn't it? He's so good, man. and he's like, a nice guy. Isn't great he? guy. Yeah, he's a nice great guy. Just, I remember I when he left it. when he left Swansea. So like, it was well documented that he, he was going to be leaving because he had to stay in the Prem. Yeah. Um, but he he took it upon himself, not just to write a, like on his notes or, or a tweet. He wrote it in handwriting, a, 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 a message to the Swans. Yeah. And little things like that just show you what a nice guy he is. Yeah, and lovely, so like when it? I met him, I'd, I'd, obviously I'd, I'd never met him, so I, I didn't know anything of him. Really quiet, really timid and just gives you advice and like, you know, like keep himself to himself and that and just, 
drop like the odd bit of banter to you and you'd just be like, what, wait a minute, that was like, what? He's got a bit as well. Uh, and then they just like laughing and just walk off and like he, he'd get his little laugh to himself and I used to just buzz off him, man. And yeah, we played so many games together. He was, yeah, he was a legend, man, honestly. And so underrated. Yeah, I totally agree, Like he's got, mate. who's the second choice is Ariola, isn't he? Yeah. World Cup winning yeah. goalkeeper. Ped, like you go on his Wikipedia, his pedigree is top. PSG all yeah. over yeah. the place. But I know. Fabs, get him out. Keeps him out. Can't, you, know, you, you can't. You can't not He's start actually him. just done his uh, fractured uh, cheekbone, by the way. I think he might have to have operation, yeah, operation or two. Yeah, he might yeah. be out for a little bit. Um, what is the toughest away ground to play at for a tough atmosphere? I've had my worst times in my career at Watford. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you were there, actually. <laughs> Didn't you make your debut for... Yeah, 2018. Uh, against Watford, yeah. At, what, what, at yeah. Swans. Uh, I think it was just before you... 2016, was it? Yeah. Um, against Big Dini, yeah, I remember just having Ooh, a fight with him. Yeah, but I, I was buzzing off that though because I was like, I've come from lower leagues and I thought, well, I know the fight. Yeah. Technically, I'm thinking, right, oh, what, like, yeah, like they're going to be like switched on way more. But Dini, like, I could get proper physical with him. Yeah. And I just loved it. Like he was battering me. Like I was headbutting him left, right, and centre. And like, he'd have loved that as well. He didn't that's care. Like, no, that's I like buzzed, a mutual yeah, respect, though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah he would have buzzed off that and you buzzed but off I that. I didn't realise how, like, you know, like when you get an image, like, I'm, I'm sounding like a football fan here, like, You'd look at Troy back then and you'd think, yeah, he's a lump. Like, yeah. he could be fat. I remember he pulled oh, his top up like that, mate. I was like, what? I was like, <laughs> he is just like big. Muscle. Just like, like solid. Strong, and I was yeah. just like, what? Like, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's refreshing. I was like, they're all going to be built like that. Yeah, <laughs> cheers. Got no chance. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you're gaff, mate. Like, I, I remember we played, I don't know, you might have been there. I think it was the same, actually, no, it was the same year that I had my debut. And um, I was playing left side centre half and the Clement and uh, Kapoor was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I chopped him once. And I was like, yeah, I'm the man here. Hit a diag, lovely. Chopped him twice. And I was like, oh, that's close. Like, got away from it. And then um, uh, Gaffer was like, Alf. Just looked at me and I was like, oh, sweet. I won't do that again. Done it again, didn't I? (laughs) Oh, no. Pinched the ball (laughs) off me. And then um, I was like so confident I had the ball. I like looked up to hit my diag. And then I was like, oh, God, I ain't got the ball here. <laughs> he's gone. So I sprinted it back. I've covered all right. Uh, he's had a shot and Fabs has saved it. Yeah. Saved it onto the bar. It's come back out. And I thought, all right, sweet. We've avoided danger. Bounced back to him somehow. And he's just like left foot, like half volleyed it into the far corner. And I'm just like, oh, my God, like world hole now. Swallow yeah. me, please. I'm panicking. And then uh, he was a player. Get oh, in it, mate. It's lovely, mate. Fucking unit as yeah, well. Yeah, I know. Got in at half time. You're just waiting. Yeah. Waiting because you know, know it's coming. coming, and I was just like, "Cool head down, head down, Alfie." Yes, Gaffer. How many times am I gonna tell you? And I was like, "Yes, Gaffer." And then, um, "Don't fucking do it." I was just like, ah. "And that's Paul Clement." Uh, like, yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Went back out, and then like the first thing comes to me, bang, squeeze. <laughs> just like you know, get up. And I was just like, "Nah, like, there's no chance. I don't want the ball. Don't want Were the ball." You playing in that game? Do you remember? I remember Paul Clement when he was Swansea manager, the one where that Renato Sanchez. Do you remember him? I remember that you were playing in the uh, red kit and uh, against Chelsea away yeah, and, and the red Carabao logo passed came along it to him thinking it was and he just passed it straight yeah. out to the red advertising yeah. board. The advertising board was moving, so like the Carabao <laughs> thing was moving, he passed, and he just and then he pulled him off at half time. <laughs> I remember, and we were just like, like he's a player as well, yeah. like, but he just did like things weren't fitting for him, like things yeah. weren't working out for whatever reason. And um, I remember Gaffer's like, yeah, I'm taking Ronaldo off. He's like, it's not because I don't rate him. Anyway, I remember I was just like, don't say it like in front of him. Yeah. He's like, he's just, he's having a bit of a tough time at the moment. And he just sat there like that, like, like, food just like, all this, like, going mad in Portuguese. And then, um, and then like, yeah, he didn't play any of the season, like, towards the end of the yeah. season at all. And then 
I think I don't know. I think he went to France and then just had a like world here. Where's he now? Is he a Bayern? Mate, he PSG, he's, he's been bought for like PSG, about hundred mil combined money so far, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Now that I think Bayern was the original one. Now he's gone to someone like PSG. He's, yeah. he's had two months. Oh yeah, no, he was on loan from Bayern to us. Yeah, that, that was it. Yeah, yeah, that was a mad little yeah. signing. That was, weren't it? To be fair. Um, Mate, that was absolutely world class. Class. Didn't I say to you when he came upstairs? You I did? said to you when he came upstairs, I think we're going to enjoy this podcast because he is a lovely, lovely human being. And you are, Thank mate. You. I appreciate that. You're absolutely oh, top this class. This is cool. Yeah, it's yeah, working, mate. Cool, yeah. We're, we're so I'm so happy you came in. Um, and the way you speak about like the like the injury, everything like that, I think you've got it all in perspective. You understand what the most important things are in life. Um, top class, mate. Alfie Mawson. Um, thank you for coming. Oh, thank you. Up the podcast. Up the podcast. You gotta do it. You gotta Not do the it. Cast, so. there you and go. shout out uh, North Greenford United. Go on, North Greenford United. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks everybody for watching. We hope you enjoyed the latest episode of the Foscast. Don't forget to give us a follow on Spotify. Up the Foscast. <laughs>